Are we on? Is everything on? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Right, I'll give it a clap. Well, welcome, Bernie. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Two Ball Golf Show in association with Just Golf Online. And they said it would never last, Dan. Is this going to be an ongoing <laughs> yeah. thing for you? It's my new little catchphrase At for what, this particular what show. What point do you think that we get to and you go, it has lasted, we are continuing on with it, and you're happy? At some stage, I'll be right, though. Factually correct, won't I? Because it will stop at some stage. It won't go on forever. Nothing goes on forever, Dan. All good things have to come to an end. That is very so true. So one day when I say it, it will be actually true. Now, I've pulled you in for this uh, two-ball golf show because I kind of feel like I want to rant about it. I think it's important to have a good rant every now and again and to clear the air and to get things off your chest because yeah. once they manifest in your brain and in your heart and in your body, then it becomes an issue. So I think it's important every now and again to let some steam off and what better way to do it on a, than on a podcast. Manifest, also known as manifest. Manifest into something. Manifest. Manifest. Manifest into something. Manifest. Manifest. Not man you. Yeah. Mani- manifest. <laughs> manifest into something I, I love that that's perfect i'm glad we've cleared the air with that one to start with because brilliant it is so, good to clear the air as you quite rightly yeah. said now the big thing that i want to talk about in this podcast is that i'm not i haven't been for the last couple of years been overly um impressed or happy with the rankings on the dp world tour you have brought this subject and topic up several times over the last year quite rightly and i agree with everything you're about to say do you? So I will leave the podcast right now. Is that the end of it? Is that you done? <laughs> no. Well, and the reason why I've brought this up is because um, I believe that if you're going to win a tour, so if you're going to win the order of merit for that particular tour, whether it's the Asian tour, whether it's the Devon Cornwall PGA tour, yeah. I think that you have to commit to a certain amount of events every year to then have the opportunity to win that tour. But not only that, I get that there's going to be some events that are going to give you more point opportunities than the other, and that, that depends on the quality of the field. So the yeah. more, the better the players that come into the field, the more uh, the points are going to be up for grabs because ultimately it just pushes those points up because there's more better, there's better players to beat, should we say. Imagine how annoyed you'd be if you're one of those players affected by what you're going to discuss in a minute. Well, imagine like, and and we're we're talking about this pretty much straight after the BMW Championship. We're leading up to the French Open, and we're coming into then going to be the Ryder Cup, okay? And it's more the provisional cutoff for the retention of the DP World Tour membership via the Race to Dubai rankings. Yeah, and it's and it's the players that are in 118th, 119th, 120th spots that are now. In a position, Marcus Armitage being one of those players. The bullet. Um, the bullet, correct. Um, JC Ritchie, who came through, did really well last year in the um, Challenge Tour yep. and um, shot the course record down at Al Canada to get himself into the top 20 to get his tour card for uh, this year. So their progress has been halted by what we consider non-full-time DP World Tour players. Yeah, and there's two people in particular, and, and this is not like this isn't their fault. And no, this is not, not I'm not no. I'm not having a pop at these players. And if you go through the rankings and the and the previous winners of the DP World Tour over the last well, certainly since two thousand and nine when when I think it all kind of changed around a little bit. It's the flawed system that you wanna have a go at, not the players individually, no, no, because no, no, they no. just no. stick to the rules generally yeah. and they use the rules as as many great players have done 
in the past they've used the rules and the eligibility to their, their favour and their advantage which is what people do in life very similar to when you take like a drop from a rabbit scrape that oh. type of situation you use the rule to your advantage correct and you take your drop and you find rabbit scrapes <laughs> from anywhere don't you I do no longer carry carry raisins around in my pocket do you not just for the, just for the record I want to put that and stake that now that was, a, that was something I did in the past <laughs> is it because you had the raisins there a long time and they went off the problem was I couldn't tell whether they're raisins or actually rabbit droppings in the end, and um, the taste test is not required for that. No. Is it? Well, let's move on to actually yep. the the two people in particular that are leading the uh, DP World uh, rankings order of merit, I call yep. it. And obviously, Rory McIlroy is leading there at five thousand one hundred and sixty-four and a half points, yep. followed up by John Ram, who's you get got half a point. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, well, it gets it gets worse guess, in a minute because um, John Ram gets three thousand and eight point six points. <laughs> I must be because you tied. I guess you just get the points. I, I would guess, think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, in third position, our BMW PGA Championship winner, yeah, Ryan Fox, yeah, who has given I, I believe Ryan Fox has been one of those players who has who has mixed a little bit more giving getting opportunities to go and play on the PJ tour but has yeah. obviously continued his support for the uh, DP World Tour Ryan yeah. Fox is um quite a way behind so at just interrupting quickly points. he's been in this position before I think even last season yeah. he was in a similar position, so it'd be a second time that what you're going to discuss and what you're going to say is completely correct. And even Adrian Moronk, who's play, who's had a fantastic season, yeah. um, who's got just just over two thousand points coming out, so quite a way away from um, the from where Rory McIlroy is. I believe that I believe that Rory has pretty much sewn up the DP World Tour um, race. At this point now, I believe, yeah. even though there are a couple of left, there's a couple of events yeah. left that have some big points up for grabs, and certainly yeah. when you get into the actual um, the actual tour championships, which is obviously over in without doing uh, any Dubai. research, is he playing any of those events, or has he decided to play PJ Tour on those particular weeks? Well, do we not know yet? Or? Let me let me just share with you what we've yeah. got kind of coming up. So we've got okay. the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship. Well, he will be playing in that because yeah. he plays in that with his his father. Yeah. Um, you've got five and a half thousand points available in that one there. That's the total so, points per tournament. Yeah, which is yeah. which is a lot greater than what you're going to find. For example, the the, the French one this week is four thousand two hundred fifty points. Yeah. But if you compare the French one, let's say to the Joburg, the, the, the yeah. South African swing that we had in the early part of the year, there, each event there is around 2,000 points available. So there is some massive jump arounds. If you go to, um, if you go to the, all the Rolex events, so the big events, have got around 8,000 points up for grabs. Um, heavily weighted then, isn't it? Heavily weighted for the Rolex yeah. series, which is why you're going to find that your, your Tyrrell Hattons and your Tommy Fleetwoods and your Shane Lowry's are all going to come over, Rory McIlroy's and John, John Ram to a point, uh, are going to come over and support the Rolex series because there's a large amount of points up for grabs. There's a large yeah. amount of pot, pot of money up for grabs. So that kind of makes sense. But around 2,000 to 2,750 points is normally available for a, a standard yeah. European Tour stroke DP World Tour event. Okay? Okay. Now, so he's definitely going to be playing in the Alfred Dunhill. He's... He's probably not going to be playing in the two Spanish events, which go back to back. Okay, no. which is going to be the mid mid 
October time, but you may see John Ram popping in to play maybe Spanish, one of those. Isn't it? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Probably the Sp- Spanish it, Open. There is a Spanish Open. Yeah, he'd probably want to win his national Open, wouldn't he? Then you go to Qatar. Yeah. I can't imagine he's going to be in Qatar. Then you go to the Ned Bank Challenge, which is actually a 7,000 pointer. So that's not a bad one, um, which is Gary Player Golf Club Sun City. Yeah. And then the final event, which is 12,000 points up for grabs, um, goes uh, is played on the 16th of November through to the 19th of November, which is in Dubai, which is yeah. the F- DP Tour Finals, 10 million US dollars up for grabs. Right. Yeah. And if you win both the tour and that final event, you you make some serious wedge. Yeah. Which you you would think that Rory McIlroy and certainly John Ram are going to play yeah, in those events. events and it is obviously a Rolex series event, so yeah. you're going to see those guys there. Now, if we go on to the ranking side of things and we look at Rory McIlroy and this is where it kind of it grates me a little bit. So early part of the season, certainly he didn't play in in the South African yeah, stuff. He's, he's not going over to South Africa for no. lack of points, is I he? believe his first event was the Hero Desert, uh, Dubai Desert Classic, where he won. Yeah. And at that point, he's gone from zero to second in the, in the rankings. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So he's in second position after that Rolex series event down there. Okay? The next event that he has played... You keep going. There's one, two. There's about six or seven events that he's still not played, but he's still in number. He's still in number two because so, that win is so ra- so high ranking. Yeah, and point so point bias yeah. that it, he doesn't need to play any of those events. No. So what, we've got one event, two events, yeah. three events, four events, five events, six events, seven events. So he misses seven events. So seven weeks. Seven weeks. So two months he's been off that tour, basically. He's been off that tour, but he's still number two in the rankings. He then turns up to the WGC Dell Technology Match Play event over in the States. So this, as far as I was concerned, when I was watching it on Sky Sports, which I did watch a little bit of it, to me, I thought it was a PGA Tour event, of which, okay, it's a World Golf Championship event. It's a kind of standalone type of event. He finishes third. He's now gone to the world. He's now gone to the race to Dubai, number one. Okay. Okay. So he's played one, one which you would call legitimate event. Yeah. And one co-sanctioned. Didn't have a clue whether it, what, WGC where event. it was. Yeah. So yeah. And that counts for the DP World Tour. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then he plays in the Masters. Yeah. Okay. Of which he finishes sixtieth. Uh, finishes sixtieth. In the Masters, doesn't pick up any points, but he's still number one. Yeah. Okay. Steps in John Ram at this point, so John Ram's not played no. in any of these things. So that at this we're point. into April now, aren't we? Masters April, early April. Um, yeah, that's April. Yeah. So, he's, so he's number so, one. So Ram's missed Jan, February, March. Yeah, I'll come to Ram in a moment, okay. but let's carry on with Rory McIlroy. So he's still yep. number one. Then, then we go one, two, three, four, five. Four events, he then, we then see a month of yep. golf going on the DP World Tour, of which Rory does not play in anything. No. Okay. Then we turn up to the US PGA, of which Rory finishes seventh, and he's now moved up to 2,110 2, points, and is still in b- number one position. Yep. He has not moved off number one at this point. Again, not a European or DP World Tour event. It's really. a major. Yeah, it's a major. So. Yeah. Then we go one, two, three, 
four, four, three events go through again. One, yeah. two, three. Yeah. So three events go through, and he's still number one. Yeah. Then we get into the U.S. Open, of which he finishes second. Again, not and he, DP World Tour event. Yeah, it was a major again. Yeah, not, so, not, but he's not. picked up. He's now at three thousand two hundred and twenty-three. Yeah. Basically, if he didn't play again now, he's still leading this 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 tour, because because right. at this point in time now, at those numbers, he he would be matched up with now John Ramish. And he's played. He has played one event, basically. One one event. Okay. Then we go one, two, three, three events. Yeah. Still number one, and then he plays in the Scottish Open. Okay, so that is that. So that's now his second event. As well, second event, yeah. he wins it, doesn't he? Yeah. Fantastic. Up at him and Bob McIntyre coming up the last. Yeah. He was a group obviously behind, but uh, plays an amazing golf shot, playing some fantastic golf going into the Open yeah. Championship week before the Open. He wins it. He's now got four thousand five hundred and fifty-eight points. It's nobody a good strike weight, isn't it? Two out of two. Two out of two. So nobody can touch him with two events. Yeah. Okay. Then and then the, and then the majors. Then he goes one or one or, or US. Uh, then he's got the Open Championship. Finishes sixth. He's just stretching his legs, isn't he? Yeah. Just stretching on another three hundred and thirty odd points. Happy days. And then a one, two, three, four, five, four. Another four events go by, and then he plays in the Irish. Yeah. And then he plays in the BMW Championship, which is where we're at right now. He finishes seventh, or he finishes sixteenth so uh, in the Irish, seventh in the BMW Championships, and he's now got five thousand one hundred and sixty-four point five points. So he's played basically four events that aren't majors or world events. Yeah. Well, that gives us a great opportunity just to talk about our sponsor for this particular podcast, Just Golf Online. Slightly different when it comes to Just Golf Online. They get the best deals out there on the market. They go to the big companies, get the best products. Maybe it's last year's stock, maybe it's liquidation stock, but it's there to give you the best, best products at the best price. Go and check them out. Just Golf Online. Thanks for your sponsorship. John Ram, okay, and I do apologize for ranting on for this, but John Ram doesn't play in the Abu Dhabi one, doesn't look like he plays in Dubai. So John Ram is not playing... His first, his first event, as far as I'm concerned, is at the WGC Match Play Dell Championship yeah. things. He finishes 31st, and it now gets him going in the race to Dubai. He's yeah. 160th now. He then plays the week later in the Masters, and he finishes first. He's yeah. now second in the order <laughs> of merit for the race to Dubai. So he's second playing no events. I don't believe he's played. He hasn't played any I'm, DP I'm not tour. That as a, an event. Okay, you, it's, me, a, it's a major. Actually, has, yeah, that doesn't count. Let me go. One, two, three, four, five, five. Four events go past. He goes. He plays. He's still in second place. Nobody's yeah. touching him. He's now plays the US PGA. Gets fiftieth in that, and he picks up a few more points. He's still second in the race to, to Dubai. One, two, three. Then we get to the US Open, he finishes 10th, just again now stretching his legs with the race yeah. to Dubai. So has he even played a race to Dubai event yet? No. No, okay. Played nothing. What well, I consider a DP World One, event. two, three. And then the next event, which he didn't play in, I don't believe, is the Scottish, which he didn't play in that, I don't believe. I think he, I don't know if he was injured or he didn't play. He certainly mm-hmm. won it before. No, he won the Irish. So I don't think he's played in the Scottish because he's not, 
got a position, tournament position, unless he played in it, make the, the cup. cup. Yeah, maybe. Okay, and then we've got and then we've got the the Open Championship. He finishes second. I think he was tied second, but certainly second. He's got two thousand six hundred eight points. He, he he can't be touched now. He's still in second. And we then get him all the way to, which I thought he would play in the Irish Open because I think he's won the Irish Open in the past. He doesn't place there. So whether he teed it up or not, I don't know. Um, He's still in second position. And then he finishes fourth in the BMW Championship, which we've just had. And he's still in second. So in my, I can only see one event that he's played in. It's a... For me, that is an awful system. You almost want to... I want to disregard any major championships, any co-sanctioned events or any stuff or any like World or Rolex Series events. It has to, for me, it has to be... That order of merit has to be completely based on DP World Tour events only. I just don't think you can do it's too it's too weighted in major championships and other events which they don't have any they, there's no reason for them to play in a bog standard DP World Tour event in the likes of Italy or Spain or anywhere like that unless you are actually that nationality and you fancy winning your national open which I guess is a good thing and you're not bothered about the points but why would you why would you even play why would you bother? I wouldn't bother, would you? They're, they're doing exactly what I would do if I was in their position, which is not their fault. Yeah. But they're not supporting the tour. They're not making the tour any better. They're not bringing any name value to any smaller events to help grow the tour and help grow the golf in that particular part of the world or that country. Yeah. I don't... Like, Roy McIlroy is going to win... He's going to be what was the DP World number one, or won the Order of Merit, or whatever you want to call it, or win the um, the Rolex Series, or whatever, whatever, whatever disguise it's under. Yeah. But he hasn't really, and he'll be on all the posters for everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But, but he hasn't really uh, so supported the tour. If I go to Ryan Fox, okay, Ryan Fox yeah. is a prime example. You kind of at the early part of the season, which is the back end of last year, uh, last year, you either go down to South Africa and play, or yeah. you can go over to Australia and play. And there's some yeah. co-sanctioned events on both sides of the of the world. But he's he's eligible now to play PJ Tour, isn't he? I'm sure. Yeah, he is. and there, there, there's some rank. There's a number of them in the yeah. top ten or whatever it is. But so he he places 96th in the Australian PGA. So he get he doesn't get any points for that. But, no, but he's and played. then yeah. but he's played and then and then he plays in the Australian Open a week later. Yeah. Finishes. 38th he's off and running he's got 65 he's got 12.8 points he's 65th in the rank in the race to uh, yeah. Dubai um doesn't doesn't he's dropped to 94 so there's other events going on drops down to Alfred Dunhill championship in, in South Africa drops 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 so he doesn't play then he plays in the Abu Dhabi event finishes yeah. 65th he's now at 118th in the race to Dubai places the next week at 20th goes up to 59th Places 11th the next week, 44th, 17th. Then he takes a week off in Thailand. And then the Hero Open in India doesn't play in that. I think he starts going over to the States for a little while, actually. Now I'm looking at this. So it's then he then definitely plays in the WGC Dell event in um, in the US. Finishes 17th. Had a really good run. So he, he jumps yeah. from 72nd to 39th. From so that's that a event. massive jump from that world event. Yeah. Yeah, for the match play. And then 
places at the Masters in 26th. So he's now 31st. So he's only picked up, what's eight, seven or eight positions from going playing well in the Masters, 26th. Because you've probably got players that are eligible for both tours who are playing in that. Possibly, yeah. Him, possibly. possibly, yeah. And, and then, it's... again, takes a couple of weeks, three weeks off, four weeks off. I know he had some tough times at home this year, so I don't know whether that's as in family uh, bereavement within the family. So took a bit of time. 23rd in the US PGA, drops him back up from 41st to 32nd. Yeah. And then and then he's dropping off a little bit because he's missing a few events here. Goes to um, Plays in the US Open, finishes 43rd. Um, and that picks him back up to 37th or remains... Yeah, goes from 36th... Oh, no, 37th. Then... He plays and finishes 12th at the Scottish, which drops him from 46th to 39th again. Um, plays at the US, plays in the British Open, finishes 52nd, so doesn't really move around too much. And then the next time there's a bit of a jump for him is going to be at the Irish, where he finishes third. Yeah. And then the BMW Championship, where he wins it, he's now in third position yeah. for the tour. Of which he's got three, just short of probably 2,800 points behind Rory McIlroy. Yeah. In that place. What do you think? He hasn't played as much on the DP World Tour as I'd thought he had. I mean, if you probably look at his previous year, he'd have been, because he didn't have, I don't think he had many starts in on the PJ Tour. So, But he has represented and played on more slightly lesser events yep. so he's played like the Irish isn't he and Scottish and things like that and he's done a bit of the early stretch so he's more for me he's probably playing what 10 events other than the majors and I, I just feel like there should be you should have to play a certain number of regular tour events to actually win this order of merit or to be eligible to win the. I just I, I don't think it's I don't think they're helping themselves by the sit by the situation and the circumstances at the moment, and I feel it needs to change if they want to grow their tour further and make it rather than being the number two or number three tour in the world. If they want to be considered alongside or slight, I mean they're always going to be slightly below the PGA Tour just with the money. Yeah. Then they need to they need to make drastic changes to change this eligibility to win this order of merit and make more. Make more of finishing higher up the rankings. But why does it? Why do you think it happens like this, though? Why? Why? Why do you think? I mean, ultimately, it's obvious, isn't it? Sponsorship and stuff, and being able to say, "Oh, our our leading player this year was Rory McIlroy." I mean, it, they don't people, the casual person won't even, or even people that know a bit about golf won't even realise how weighted this is. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh, Rory," they can put him as a poster boy. Roy McIlroy's got name value. People recognise him, not just in golf, but across all sports. And probably people that don't know much about sports will recognise his face. And that looks good for the tour. It wouldn't look so good if, you know, possibly if Ryan Fox is 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 there as your poster boy. He's the best player. He's the best player on the tour at the moment, or he's winning the Order of Merit. Does that have the same value for a potential sponsor coming in? Probably not. Will they pick up casual viewers with Ryan Fox being considered the best player on that tour? Probably not. It's the only reason it could be. I mean, you could. I mean, looking at that, you could have you could have Tiger Woods in his prime winning that Order of Merit now, couldn't you? Definitely. 
which I mean, how can he be? He could be, well, he could be DP world number one or order merit winner, and he's plays because he generally would have come over, played the Open, plays all the majors, plays all the World Championship golf events, and then he could probably put in the Scottish Open or something, couldn't he, if he wanted to? Yeah, for sure. And he could suddenly he's won that. He's literally won it. I've not played in a regular tour event or played one tour event. Yeah. How's that fair? And this is this is what I'm getting at, really, is I just think that, you know, I get it that it's it's designed for the sponsors. They want to, you know, it attracts players in there. And that's what yeah. the Rolex series, are, to me, is all about, is to, you know, okay, have the Rolex series. Don't get me wrong. Like, have, have that type of setup where it attracts the, the bigger players back from the States or yeah. wherever they are in the world attracts them back in to come and play and brings in the crowds. And I think that's absolutely the right way to go. And it, and it ticks the boxes for so many of the sponsors out there. But let's not have a situation where, um, where a player, and I could imagine, you know, I could imagine that because Rory won it in 2022. I imagine looking at his season last year, he probably ran away with it again last year. And I just think, is that, does that lead to a really exciting event at the end of the year? No. Where, you know, I would love to see 10 players all for running in for the gunning of, of winning that it, winning that um, order of merit. and It's over, or more or less over, isn't it? Unless there's a minor miracle, somebody goes in on a stretch of three or four wins during that period of time. Yeah. Um, but it's unlikely to happen, isn't it? So, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, you've only got... Look in the past when Colin Montgomery won that order of merit in a different... A different Conditions, obviously, we won it like was it seven or eight times in a row. He wasn't playing in America. No, he didn't. He, didn't, enjoy he never his won time in America, did he? He didn't enjoy America. He no, didn't need Seve to go was there. The same. Seve was the you know, same. they he were they were based in Europe. Their events were other than majors were basically European yeah. tour events, which is obviously DP World Tour now. Yeah. Um, but they didn't do the travelling, and they were genuinely, legitimately, the best players in best player in Europe, and he was he was supporting these what would be considered now lesser events and the, the the European tour was still considered a good order of merit and a good tour to be on and to win on. And now you want to get off that tour as quickly as possible and get to the PGA tour. And my point is as well, the top five in that on that tour get PGA tour cards. So you're basically letting your best players yeah. go straight away. So every year you're losing, potentially losing five of your best players. So you're weakening your own tour and strengthening the PGA Tour. How's that? Who, who is making these decisions? Yeah. Uh, the top 10 members currently not otherwise exempt on the PGA Tour, who if they remain as one of the top 10 positions at the conclusion of the current DP Door season, will qualify for the PGA Tour membership the following season. So you, you, it's top 10. Top 10. So you're yeah, losing, and you potentially lose 10 players. Yeah. So Ryan Fox... Adrian Moronk, uh, Minwoo Lee, uh, Victor Perez, uh, Alexander Bjork, uh, Bob McIntyre, Yus Lauten, fantastic, like mm. great for Yus Lauten, um, Ollison, and then uh, then Paul Yannick is all I see on there. Mm. So, yeah, I think you know you're, you're like you say you're taking away all your top players, but then that's that's fine and you know, that, that gives them an opportunity to excel on and things like that. I'm, I'm not mm. saying that don't, don't give them the opportunity to go out to the States and maybe earn some more money along the way. Um, you know, at the end of the mm. day, that's what, they, that's yeah, what yeah, they've 100%. got into this game for, is to make a career for themselves and give themselves the opportunities to earn good amount of money for their future. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to win the DP World Tour, play it. 
at least say, right, you have to play in X number of events, X number of yeah, events yeah. per year. They can still be Rolex Series events, but you need to play in a minimum of, you know, if, if there's a minimum on the PGA Tour, which is, I think, probably 14 or 15 events you have yeah. to play in, then why should it not be the same in, in Europe? Totally agree. And it's not, I mean, the, the point we're making is it's not the player's fault. They're going to use a system to earn as much money as possible and to win things and, and they plan their schedule accordingly. They know how many events they need to play in. But yeah. if if they were trying if Roy was trying to win this particular the Rolex series or whatever it was and he was someone was closer to him, it might encourage him to come over and play in some some lesser events to then pick points up to maintain his number one. But he doesn't need to. He I'd I'd it'd be interesting to see if he didn't bother playing in the, any more events, whether he'd still win I mean, that's probably a podcast later down the line to yeah. see whether how many less events he could play in to actually win this, yeah, <laughs> become being number one. Like whether he's now stopped, put the clubs away. I don't need to bother with those other events. I'm going to stay at home and yeah. in America and play in America, but still win this because it's a it's a non-event then, isn't it? Yeah, I just I, personally I feel for the players that play week in week out on this tour who. You know, yes, okay. It's not about money, so take the money out of the equation. But it's about if I'm yeah. pegging it up in the in the Devon and PGA order of yes. merit, okay, and I've got a season long order of merit. I don't, you know, I don't want to be. Got I don't want to be you. going. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't want to be going up against. Well, I'm going to be going up against the likes of my brother, the likes yeah. of James Ruth. Who, but if you know, there, there's going to be an opportunity with them that they're going to go off and play in some bigger, higher profile events. Like they shouldn't yeah. then have the points from that that overshadow the points from the event that they've just been playing playing in. Here we, here we go then. So James has played, I'll use him as an example because he's the only one I can think of who's played, who's Devon and Cornwall, but has played on the Challenge Tour this year. Yeah. So his challenge, so we use his challenge, he's made, I think he finished, did he finish seventh in France? Yeah. Right, so let's say you get 10 points for a win in a Devon PJ event. Yeah. So it's going to be, we're going to use, now the um, challenge tour that counts for points. So yeah. if you if you win a challenge tour event, you get a thousand points right the way down. So him finishing seventh, he gets a hundred points for the Devon PJ Order of Merit. You can't get to his number of points. He's won the Order of Merit just on that one yeah, appearance. And seem, that's 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 how it seems to me. Yeah, it's it's exactly the same as when you know if you took that as the majors. So the English PJ would be a major. The British yep. PGA would be a major. Um, the Scottish PGA would be major, the Welsh and the, let's say the Irish, yeah. okay? Those are your f- four majors, yeah. okay? So that means that each player can play in two majors a year. They can play yeah. in the English, they can, if they're English, they can play in the English. English. Yeah. And they can play in the British. If they're yeah. Welsh, they can play in the Welsh yeah. and the British. So there's two majors there. Well, yeah. if they can get 100 points for a major win, yeah. you, I, I as somebody who's not going to go and play in the English, all right, it might spark me to want to go and enter the English and do all yeah. those sorts of things, but... Let's let's say you're not so you're not eligible to play in those events for for various reasons. Yeah, don't let's qualify. Oh, you don't, don't qualify. qualify. Yeah, yeah. So let's say they they change the criteria of getting in that like you had to finish, I don't know, tenth on on your regional order of merit, and the year before you couldn't you didn't play in the order of merit. So yeah. you can't play in those events, which is the same as if world rankings. You can't get into the masters because you're not you're not ranked high enough. Yeah. Then you can't win that. You can't win your order of merit. And you let's say you play in all twelve events. There's twelve Devon PJ events. You play in all twelve of them. Yeah. You support that. You support the Devon and Cornwall tour. Tour. You, let's use your, let's use James' example. He's got his Challenge Tour card now, or he's got. His, let's say he gets his 
DP World Tour, so he's off all winter playing yeah. in these events. He's going and playing this coastline. Doesn't even bother playing in the PGA. Look, maybe he plays one Devon and Pros one because it's his own whole club Tavistock. Yeah. And he's get he's collecting points and he's away playing something else. He comes back and he's won new he's won your order of merit. But you've played all twelve events. You might have finished. You've won a couple of events. You finished second. You've paid your fifty quid or whatever the entry is. He turns up for one, has a half decent finish. He's now the Devon and Cornwall PGA number one order of merit winner. And he's standing there with the shield and the yeah. bonus. And he hasn't supported the tour. Is that fair? Well, no. In the fact that if he turned up and won four of the event. Let's say he turned up and won four um, Devon and Cornwall events, yeah. or let's say five. So he, come, yeah, he comes, comes in back. and he wins five events. So he, yeah. he only plays in five events, but he wins them all. Yeah. Like, which he's capable of doing. Which he's very capable. <laughs> both of yeah, them, Paul and him, yeah. are very capable of doing. Um, but that's fine. Yeah. Because he's, let's say there's a minimum you have to play in a minimum of five events. He turns yeah. up for the five, wins them all. Yeah, you're well, happy with that. Well, well, well yeah, done. You you know, fantastic, James. Events, well yeah. done you. But... If he turns up and plays in three of them, wins all three of them, or or even places wins one, places second in another, yeah. but then he goes and wins the English PGA, and then wins and and because he's won the English PGA, it means that I can't catch him in the DP in the Devon PGA thing because yeah. he's got more points from that hundred points. That doesn't work. Doesn't work. No, because and it's, it's and that's for me how flawed this system is. Yeah. So what's the answer? The, 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 I mean. Should the the majors, should the majors be standalone? So if you go and play in a major championship, if you qualify for a major championship, it's a standalone event. It's like, I want to win the British Open Championship. I want to win the US Open. I want to win the Masters. And I want to, that is like, if I'm, number one, if I'm playing in those events, Mm -hmm. generally all right for a bit of money, other than if I've qualified through through regional or whatever like that. But if yeah. I'm a tour player and I'm finishing top 50 in the world and I'm playing in the Masters, okay, I'm all right. I'm doing all right for money. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to win the championship. Yeah. Okay. I want to win that event. Should that, should you play in it and go, oh, well, this would be fine because I've doubled my points on the back at the tour back there? It's such a catch. It's a, it's like, oh, it's a catch 22, isn't it? It's like it? a because... standalone tour on its own. So why not but... have, why not have, why not have your majors mm. and your world ranking golf ranking events or whatever they're called, the WGCs, Se- separate them as a separate tour because you're but, qualifying uh, to get into those majors and those WGC events, set them yeah. as a set, set alone so you can win the order of merit for the majors and you can win an order of merit back home on I, your tours. I don't think there's any right or wrong answer here. No. Like, I can understand it from... I can see it from a diff- number of different perspectives because obviously the people that are running the tour want want Roy McIlroy as your poster boy, John Rahm. They all play on our tour. They might be at this event. They might be at that event. Yeah. They can use that as a carrot to attract sponsors, keep sponsors, keep the prize money up, improve the attendance of the event, yeah. sell the event in that way because you you don't know that... Rory might turn up one year and play the Italian Open, for example. Yeah. He may do, he won't do, but he may do. They yeah. can use that. Well, he as... might do if it's the Ryder Cup year, and yeah. the, you know, I would like to have seen a few more there this year. But you yeah. know, I mean, um, of which Adrian Moronk won. So they way. can, so they can, they can do that and sell sell the brand with him involved in it. Yeah. Whereas if you change the criteria, like we're suggesting, and make it a fairer system, yeah, then he probably doesn't even bother coming over to end it for anything. Yeah. He probably doesn't even bother with his Irish Open. 
that probably he's won it he's won it before isn't he probably didn't lost the point so are you discouraging them for ever playing on the DP World Tour potentially yes potentially even if it's only one event that one event is going to attract more sponsors more money yeah. and that's going to come to the tour and filter down to the guys that if if those guys weren't involved, the money would probably be lessened, yeah. which will then affect them as well. So they're probably split over the, over this as well. Yeah, the fact that Rory's involved in the tour will bring in sponsorship and make their prize money greater. The way I see this is, and I saw it last year. Yeah, whoever finishes behind Rory yeah, and John Ram yeah. this year, in my opinion, has won the DP Tour or DP World Tour. Uh, rankings. I'm 100% um, with you on that one. I think everybody listening to this event would prob uh, this event to this podcast would probably feel exactly the same way. Yeah. Um, and probably the player would feel that he's the genuine winner of that particular tour. But obviously, it, the record record books in 10, 15, 20 years time will not show that. No. And those players, unless they go on to have careers on the PGA Tour will not be known for winning that well they haven't won it have they no absolutely <laughs> on paper right. and, no. and stuff so, yeah. well there you go there's my little rant which I think is um, you could go on for hours about you know what's right and wrong is there a yeah. right way is there a wrong way at the end of the day you know we, we don't make the rules no um, I mean but I, I do think it's a worthwhile exercise to air our opinions from time yeah, to time I mean I, all I'd say as well I don't know enough about the ins and outs and people probably at home who follow the tours more closely you probably have a, a good bracket in the comments below if you are watching this on YouTube um, because I'm, I'm no expert but I can just give an opinion on what I know which is yeah. very which is limited but yeah what does everyone think about it what are we are we is your rant worth ranting about or are people well, might, happy with the system? That they might, might be happy with that it. That might have been the wo- just a waste of a half an hour time. Well, really. But yeah. it's a good chat, I thought. It was a good waste. As it was a I good understand. waste. And we've got through episode four of yeah. the Two Ball Golf Show. And which we're still I'm going, excited. which I'm excited about. Absolutely right. They well, said hope, it would never last. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie said it would never last. And here we are, episode moving into episode five. <laughs> Lovely. Well, I hope you enjoyed that Two Ball Golf Show. Uh, I would like to hear your opinions on it. If you're able to uh, comment down below, please do. Bernie, it's always good to get your thoughts on the whole thing. Whether they're, whether they're valid or not, I'm not too sure. But thank you, Dan. Well, Appreciate your all, all, kind words. Always a pleasure. <laughs> and thank you for watching and listening. And we'll see you again very soon.